Today's episode of The Slice is brought to you in part by the fact that Maya's randomly married now to herself, no less, but still. Gotta love Libras. Also, I kind of like the new Nicki Minaj song, but I'm not telling anyone. And Wendy Williams hates gays. Let's start the show. They never said the Sykes podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? The Sykes is a black podcast made in all genres with a sprinkling pop culture and a shit ton of food. If you know from DC, you probably don't know what Sykes is. And it's from Yoshi. I actually can't believe that you just told me that you wish I was Gatorer. What is the boy supposed to do? It would help because I really want you to know that one commercial. Like, yeah. that's one is everything. I'm actually good on that. Goes in so much wear and tear. Ooh, girl, what happened to your hair? That's a question. I don't want to talk about it. Oh. <laughs> See, you know, black people, we don't like talking about stuff, and that's why we be at the place we at now. We need oh, to talk. Oh, my God. Why did you have to take that somewhere so completely different? We need to talk. When you first got your hair done, it was like, ooh, girl, who does your hair? The next day, it was, ooh, ooh girl. girl. Three girls and a needle. Hey. Hey, y'all. We recording? Yes. Oh. Hey, we that. back down to the podcast. Happy New Year. New Year. Same as. <laughs> <laughs> as per usual. Because you're going to get it again. And, and again, again. And, and again. again. So we took off the month of January. Did y'all miss us? Did you miss me? I mean, it's cute. I like sitting down in January. Because like sitting, sitting down, down, but you don't. But I have been. Nobody believes me, but I literally have only been Y'all, out. Y'all see what he be, his Instagram says otherwise. You, I be down to your stories. <laughs> down to the, it's funny to it's, me. I be up and through the stories, and the boy be out. I literally have not been out to an event or anything like that, but twice all January. And y'all know that I am a weekender. I be out on the weekends. People think that I be out all the time, and I don't. But I haven't even been going out every weekend. That's new for me. I'm into it. Oh, wow. Good night. I'm saying. My friends don't believe nothing that I say. It's crazy. I feel like I'm one of the most self-aware people in my life, and my friends don't believe nothing that I say about myself at all. Why are you shocked and appalled? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you say. If he not outside, y'all, he not outside. See? And that's what I'm saying. I've uh-huh. literally only been to the movies um, twice, and I went to dinner out once. Classy. And I really think that's... Oh, and I went to burlesque last week. But other than that, I've been sitting down too. Like, it is yeah. rest January. Like, I ain't having no 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 film club. I'm not doing nothing. You yeah. need to rest into your year. And I'm currently not drinking. I haven't had a drink since Fatima's birthday party weekend, which was like January 5th, 6th, and 7th. So, <laughs> I'm doing this whole dry January thing until the wheels fall off because I need to be naked at Coachella. Oh, that's a thing. I'm going to Coachella. Oh, wait. Are you not drinking for thin, for thin reasons? Yeah. Oh. I, I would never have just stopped drinking for like, what? why would I need to stop drinking other than body stuff? Oh, I thought you stopped drinking for like, you know, clarity for the new year. Oh. <laughs> I ain't that deep. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I just want to be shirtless. And maybe I'll, maybe this will be my last, you know, I'm doing my little vegan alkaline thing for the week next week. So maybe I'll also not drink, which I didn't really used to drink like that. Like me drinking is a very new thing. Maybe I'll stop. This will be my last day drinking until my birthday. 
That's not hard to do. A month? That's not hard. Okay. Yeah. I'm we'll probably see. not going to drink again until Valentine's Day or after. Oh, where you want Valentine's stopped, Day? No, again, I just... It's, there's no rhyme or reason outside uh, of I've just been going to the gym more. My uh, life has been a little bit more routine and it made sense to stop drinking. Oh, cute. And I'm not doing carbs. Uh, well, but I mean, whatever. He's never eating carbs. <laughs> carbs or barbs. Don't got no stance around Michael the Muse. Okay. <sighs> I mean, and also, you know, I be having stomach issues. So I just, I have not been going through it that bad from a stomach perspective. Maybe shoot an alkaline with me. It might heal your stomach. I think it will. I need to be cured. No, maybe she do alkaline. But you're doing... What does that consist of? So, I'm already doing keto. If I add that, I may as well just not eat. I, well, I don't know what keto is. But basically, the easy thing about... The easy way to explain it is that 80% of your food intake is raw. Mm-hmm. Right? And so the 20% is cooked. But also, alkaline is like specific foods. So, like, some foods are acidic and some foods are alkaline. Mm -hmm. And so, you have a list of foods that you can eat, which is basically like leafy greens and things like that, um, that you can just eat all the time. But it just has to be raw. Okay. So, am I already doing that kind of? So, the thing is... Well, I mean, your salad dressing you're using probably not alkaline. So, you have to, like, make your salad dressing. So, like, I'm going to do this carrot ginger joint. That sounds bomb. Mm-hmm. So right now My friend Darnell made it the other day And I was like Oh I think this is it Well within my Dr. Sebi Alkaline rules <laughs> Sing um, Dozier oh, Rules is a song Rules is a song She rap better than most of the girls That's really rappers hmm. Dozier is not a rapper She a singer She do what Nikki thinks she's doing She she is very Don't pop when a pussy be open I love when she say that <laughs> <laughs> I love that you know that Where that nigga Who don't play no games at <laughs> <laughs> I love Dozier. I love people to the ministry of the cat. See, look at you. <laughs> I'm seeing things your way. My way. Oh, see, like in my way. When I say go, I'm in control. Don't check me. It was your girl who let me take her this far then. Ooh, we. Was it so good? Ah, ah, ah. Ooh, the 90s. I miss it. I had that CD single, Steel. Same. It's, it's still here. <laughs> Down to the 5128. Now. Um, so you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, So I think we talked about this the last time we ran through a New Year's on this damn show. I don't ever make real resolutions. I just try to be better each year. So mm-hmm. when I say New Year, New Me, it's just for shits and giggles. Um. I really don't mean that. <laughs> The brand has no change. He lied. It's all lies. <laughs> you guys, he lied. The brand is still the same. I just try to be a better me mm. each year. Like, do better. Make better okay. goals. Actually, like, do everything that I set out to do. That type of stuff. But as far as a New Year's resolution, per se, no, not really. I feel like it's easy to break them if you make them. So, like, mm. as long as you just have a broad... I don't know, goal or mission for the year, then it's mm-hmm. better. Or easy, easier to attain. I don't like backsliding. I get it. Yeah. Well, you know me. I do themes for the year. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a, um, a um, resolution. So, my theme this year is level the fuck up. Ooh. In the words of Sierra. Never done. Never done. I'm doing a dance with y'all can't see it. Um, because it is, like, 2020 just feels like gold time. Like, 2020 just I feels... Agree. Right for things to happen. So, 
things like really moving and like really shaking and doing what the girl should have did. So like I feel like, you know, the podcast is gonna move in a way that like people are gonna be knocking down Muse's door <laughs> to get services that y'all need because Listen, the people need help in the Y'all musicians world. need Muse on the team. <laughs> and you know, I just really feel like six months from now, like we're sowing the seeds so that that will happen. And mm-hmm. I really feel like Film Club is about to do what the girls should have did. Um, the girls being um, Oscar so white, they did not do what the girls should have did. At because all. if anybody saw the Oscars, it's like the one of the lowest years percentage wise of black folks being nominated and being represented. So That's wow, you know that thing. Hashtags don't work. No. You have to do actual literal action and the way you whatever. I'm not gonna get on my soapbox, but let's know. That's a thing. Be real, Black Cinema Club is doing what the girls should have did. We get in the bodies at least in the theater. People are noticing that too. It's like it's not even just Oscars; it's all award shows. Whenever something comes out about there being an injustice or it's not any people of color or no blacks, it's all white. They'll fix it for like the year after, mm-hmm. but then after that, it goes back to business. It goes right back. So I don't know. Just. Keep your eyes out and pay attention to that because things don't really change that much. No. We, they let us think that we're doing something and then it'd be like, back right. to normal. Because they, whatever. Yeah. I'm not even going to go to here. Because we will get mad. And this was supposed to be a happy, you know, second episode of the year. <laughs> well, not get mad, but just really just, you know, take people to task. But whatever, that's other people's journey. I think the focus on mine and that's why I'm leveling up. Um, if y'all need um, four bookings, Damn, um, at, on on y'all panelist uh, table, Listen. I am here to talk about film and black arts and culture. So you know, get my girl the gig. That is really what I'm foreseeing for 2020. I is. see all of that too, and I was just talking about that with my group chat because I'm in all of them. But <laughs> I think that this is the year. So I, last year, I talked about how all of my friends were in a good place of manifesting everything. I think that everything that we've been manifesting is starting to show itself in different ways. And I think that, like, people who have been yearning for relationships will be in love this year. People who've been looking for that promotion will get higher or even a better job. Because, you know, when I left my last job, I got triple promoted into my new position. So I was like, things happen if you just pay attention to the way Mm -hmm. that stuff is moving around you. So I'm excited for the new year. I don't know when I'm supposed to stop saying Happy Happy New Year. Year. They used to say if you've seen a person for the first time since the new year. Mm -hmm. But I feel like once February comes, it's just like, oh, I was about to say, it's February. So what the fuck? Yeah, you just be like, oh. Like Happy Black History Month is where I'm at now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Already. Yeah, it gives it. Well, Everybody being dry, so the Hot Topics is slim. Yeah, nobody's doing nothing we care about. Like, everybody look bad, dress bad. That's actually Wigs the bad. So. Wigs be bad. Can we talk about that? <laughs> the lash predicament and endemic and epidemic <laughs> that's lash. going on right now. The lash endemic. It does not need to be the way that it is. I would like to see your eyes when I'm having a conversation with you and the girls be looking sleepy. That's why I was, like, not understanding when Twitter was mad when that mixed girl had made that TikTok. And she was like, she's like, why? She's like, I'm down. She's like, I'm down to beauty supply. And they got all the lashes locked up. She was like, all y'all hood bitches from such and such is still in lashes now? Y'all still in lashes? <laughs> That's not, she wasn't wrong. But then they was like, oh, look at her. She's calling, she calling black girls hood bitches. She said, she said, and then in another TikTok, she was like, is it all, no, the same one. She was like, it's always the girls at McDonald's with the long lashes. And that is true. True. The girls that work at McDonald's be having twenty-seven piece tracks on their eyes, <laughs> and they put them and they put them on with weave glue. 
So they all smell like fish market. Y'all are going to lose the eyelashes that you have. I'm not opposed to an enhancement, but you need (laughs) to be able to blink. <laughs> the fuck? And then not look like um Snuffleupagus. Oh my god, it looks like what's the drummer from the Sesame Street band? Her eyes don't even open. That's, it's that's just Snuffleupagus. Lashes. That's how that's how the girls be looking. So then they so they start. Snuffleupagus is the elephant. Yeah, his lashes do Long the thing. Boot. Okay, I see. What oh, you're saying. talking about the other puppet where it's literally just a lash. <laughs> it's just a lash, like she don't have eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's what they be looking like, and I be mad. Well, the girl had posted a video, and then everybody was dragging her. I was like, you mixed. You can't call nobody hood bitches, da 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 And you, like you're anti-black. And I'm like, I'm sorry. All the girls that was mad are the girls that don't wear lashes. So that's number one. Like, y'all don't even wear lashes. Why is y'all mad? And now they mad because she making these, like, videos taunting people about being mixed. So now she just trolling everybody and it's making oh, everybody that's, that's more mad. Girl. Yeah. Okay. So she making everybody more mad, but now she just trolling. I like that. Me too. I <laughs> like her. <laughs> we like bad things. Though. No, it's not bad things. It's like if people are going to be annoying, why not be annoying right back to them? Yeah, because yeah. she's not lying. Like why else? People they... don't be wrong. And right. it's not like she was being inflammatory talking about. I love saying inflammatory. Because it's true. It's like the girls are still in lashes. <laughs> that's funny. They They wouldn't have locked him up. This is not a PlayStation game at Target. Why is it locked (laughs) up like that? Down at the beauty supply. That's actually the most ghetto story we've ever told on this show. (laughs) And it's been a lot of stories. Y'all are at BSS Stillalicious. Y'all are (laughs) Come on, Beauty For You. You know, Beauty For You is taking over old circuit cities and making them warehouse (laughs) beauty supply stores. I love that. It's like where the plug used to be is just a, a cylinder that says Beauty For You now. Love it. Big ass stores. They got wig sections. It be people doing hair in their name. Oh yeah, that's how the um that's how Hair Town affiliate. Shout out to Hair Town. I'm coming down. I seen um the new the new hair from um Outre, the new wigs. <laughs> the what lace line. This I need is one. Ghetto. I don't want to talk about this. And they got now. a new kinky straight line. Let me tell you. Well, 2020 is also the year of people finally getting their flowers and us just giving the people what they deserve before they pass. Because y'all know y'all be trying to wait until knickers die. Listen. And be crying at the funeral. Uh, gone too soon. Please. And taking pictures with the casket. That's rude. Let's leave that in the, in the 2019 and past. Please don't be having your grandma's hand on your Instagram dead Or in like the at the hospital yeah. with the, the machine in the nose. That yeah. scares me. Don't do that, y'all. We don't want to see people in that state. We want to see them at their best. Post their prom picture. Right. <laughs> that is Okay. Well... Mariah Carey and the Neptunes both got inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And you know, I love when anything about Chad Hugo gets uplifted. So. And I'm glad that Chad is finally getting his life because y'all all be like going up for Pharrell, but y'all acting like Chad not sitting there. I mean, they both got the evil drum kit on lock. So. Dude, but I'm just saying, you know, people will never say Chad's name and the Chad erasure. <laughs> I, I'm sick of it. I think that that might have been purposeful a little bit because Chad. Wanted to be more behind the scenes, and Pharrell wanted to be more in the forefront. It's fine that he's behind the scenes, but people forget that he is also a part of this whole thing. Like, you yeah. can't have Pharrell without having Chad. Like, that's just the way it works. They are a package deal. So, when you when you don't give Chad his life, it's like, you, not, you really, it's like, erasing all the hard work he's done. And we don't know what percentage of what he's doing or what percentage Pharrell is doing. Exactly. Because they so that's why you gotta, that way at first. Exactly. See, if the homage them always know who we know don't be doing no work like that is Shay. But, <laughs> but Shay not even really in the Neptune. Shay just came around for the nerd Being cute. Piece. Right. But, but that's <clears> what I'm saying. But that's we, we can confirm what his input and output is. Yeah. But we can't confirm Minuscule. the input output. 
But we can't confirm for Pharrell and Chad. So when we like don't say the Neptunes or we don't include Chad, I just don't like it. I do like that they're making a point to bring back the Neptunes as a moniker, though. Me too. Because anybody new that they're working with, I know that they're about to be on Megan Thee Stallion debut, and it says the Neptunes is working with Good. Megan, not Pharrell. Good. Yeah. Well, and Twitter like, said Pharrell because they don't know who Chad is, but. Well, Twitter is a bunch of babies. Well. So the early 2000s don't make no sense to them. <sighs> but Chad really did the damn thing. For the whole entirety of that group. And I have an issue when people say bad stuff about him or don't know who he is. So I'm glad that he's finally in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Because if you think about it, music was written. I still love <laughs> music you. Music was written. Listen. I want to like, love you, girl. Listen. Even the whole nerd discography, Fly or Die album got me through some times. <laughs> Seriously. Backseat love. Backseat this is a wonderful place. Chariot of fire. It's it maybe maybe the jokes on me. Y'all, he is you giving full performance. Oh he's going off. I like um anytime that people try to invoke the spirit of Lenny Kravitz. So, well, sorry. What I also am happy about is that not that Mariah was in the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but she's in the Songwriters Hall Uh of Fame because a lot of people don't realize every word that comes out of Mariah Carey's mouth, she writes. Yeah. People don't realize that Mariah Carey writes all her own music. Like, she might have Jermaine Dupri come give her a sentence or two or might have Brian Michael Cox come yin, yin, yin around the studio. But (laughs) actually, somebody said on Twitter a few years ago, Something about with Mariah writing. And I was like, oh, no, she writes all her stuff. And then Brian Michael Cox somehow jumped in a conversation and defended me because the guy was like, no, Mariah, this, that, and the 10th. And Brian Michael Cox was like, um, we really just be sitting there keeping it cute. Brian Michael Cox And give one nice word man. per song. And then we produce it and then we pooch. Like, <laughs> he was like, no, be clear. Mariah writes her own music. I'm glad that he did that because... I've only known him to ever do stuff like that. I never heard nobody say nothing bad about him. A good him. person. Clarkland University's finest. Wow. A school. See? What school did you go to? So, but yeah, Mariah is just an incredible, incredible songwriter. 30 years of hits. Can we talk about Breakdown? Can we talk about Underneath the Stars? Can we talk about Mine Again? The Roof. Uh, 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 Impossible. Faded. You always uplifting um, elusive Chanteuse. I'm sorry. Me, I am Mariah. Lucy Shantus is in my top three. I don't care. I don't. I don't we feel don't bad. Do I we don't, don't do apologize. It's fine. Also, congratulations <laughs> going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to Nippy, who I thought would have already been in there. I agree. I would have that expected was shocking. Her to be in there too. So this one kind of confuses me a little bit because. Just like everybody else on the internet, I was a big fan of Netflix's The Circle. And on one part, they had to test the contestants to see... It was like a trivia game that they were playing, basically. And one of the things was Tina Turner was a rock, like in rock and roll. And mm-hmm. one of the guys was like, Tina Turner's not rock and roll. Yes, so she is. I was like, yes, she is. But I Was it a black person or a white person? No, he was Italian. He was white. Oh, they don't know no better. I know that. And that's fine. I gave him a pass. He ended up being the winner. Like, oh, maybe. Well, spoiler alert. Whatever. But. <laughs> he don't care. I don't. And y'all waited too late to watch it if you ain't watch it by now. So, I don't know if people on Moss understand the depth and breadth of what rock and roll really is. Because I know people were like, Whitney's not rock and roll. But like, first of all, black women invented rock and roll. So, that's right. Wild. And then after that, you just can't say nothing bad about Whitney Houston. The end. Period. Pooh. 
How long are we going to be saying period poo? Am I going to get tired of that like I'm tired of people swag surfing? Because I'm tired. I also feel like we've been kind of saying it since before City Girls came out. So, Well, black women in my life say period, point blank, and the period. Yeah, I've been saying period, point blank for centuries, since the 90s. Ghetto, so we understand. Oh. More than the others. Well... Not, no. But not even just Whitney for all her accomplishments, but also Biggie got inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And so it was a really big thing when they started inducting rappers into um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, And so I'm just excited that Biggie is in the mix. Like, I'm sorry. Big is forever to me. Like, people be like, oh, my my best rapper is Tupac or Hov or whatever. Nobody going to top Biggie to me. Nobody going to tell a story like Biggie. Nobody going to make me like ride and vibe like Biggie. Like me and Jack. Let me tell you. Jackie. <laughs> Here she goes. Jackie. Well, you call her phone. She might answer baby, baby. That is funny because I've actually heard her do that on speaker. See? I love facts. I love truth. Jackie loves saying baby, baby. I don't understand like why people even put Tupac first anymore. I think because these people want to look woke or whatever. They want to look... Well, at the time, it wasn't woke. People wanted to look educated deep. and yeah. deep, right? But... So you'd be like, oh, Tupac. Mm. But it was like, yeah, because Tupac had like Brenda had a baby and all the things. But I think for me, where... Tupac also where, had a thug life tattoo on his stomach and he wasn't a thug. And that's where Tupac falls off for me because it's like you... First of all, you're from New York. Raised in Baltimore. And you went to L.A. all after the fact. Right. Like, you were in a, basically an adult by the time you got to L.A. And you made L.A. your identity. And that I just couldn't get jiggy with. And I also felt like he took on this rap persona when it's like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Like, like, I just felt like he just wasn't himself for real. But I also think he's one of the best actors of our time because I any agree. movie he's ever been in, he has been amazing. Like, honestly, like him passing was sad on a lot of levels but i also i wasn't sad about losing the music i was sad about losing him as an actor fair i think that that's a because he was an incredible like, actor like, i was definitely of course i was a bigger biggie fan than tupac really just blatantly off of the east coast situation but after realizing that this wasn't even tupac's natural give it kind of made me be like oh that's weird Weird so like, and, and even more weird that people are still standing by him and they know that it's just like not real. So since I believed Biggie, I was like, oh yeah, give it all to him. Oh man, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame made perfect. Give it all to Big. Give it all. Okay. Because <laughs> let me tell you, Tupac is great. Like I love Come With Me, Hail Mary, and all the rest. What do we have here now? And but what he don't got, <laughs> but he don't got, you know, what's what's some biggie? What do you do when your man is untrue? Do you cut the nigga off and find someone new? You need another bitch, another bitch in my time. life. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tupac ain't got that. Tupac ain't got, you could be as good as the best of them, oh. but as bad as the worst. Hey. So don't test me. Yeah, better move over. That might be my next Instagram caption. Lil' Kim said, what she say? Uh, what's her verse? She's in Tijuana. Some call me Donna, Karen, or Armani. I also <laughs> yeah, think that. Yeah, pull up, pull nani. Brown nose, pussy crushes. 
infamous motherfuckers got a bend on me, y'all tuck. This honey's got tuck. Souping y'all tuck. Six shots of yeah. I'm the little black. Ah. She said, I'm the. I'm the black Erica Kane who remains in Chanel frames and animals of all kinds. Russian sable Fendi's pull out the pool table, read the label. Mafia, am I wearing my shoes by Gucci? I be eating sushi, playing with my coochie. I'm gonna say something. Lucci. Nigga, I got gangsta rob, convertible sob. I'm married to the mob, and if you don't stop, a hey, we don't stop. How? Continuously to get money. Tupac <laughs> ain't got that. That's exactly what I was about to say. I just had to wait. So I think that no matter what people say, no matter what people ah, say, and we are. <laughs> That's Why not too easy. <laughs> I think that no matter what people say, Biggie's impact is more long-lasting and longevous than Tupac's is. Like he created an entire wave of rap mm-hmm. that Tupac just didn't do. Tupac again, Tupac's spirit lived on, and people uplift the depth and like his storytelling and. Like you said, Brenda's got a baby, dear mama. I'm not going to say that none of that matter. It did. But people were literally rapping like Biggie after he died. That's not something And the that way Tupac that did. Puffy crafted his sound. Exactly. So he was he was rapping on these like so he was rapping on these soul uh uh samples, but it wasn't in like a earthy way like how Kanye or a backpack way like Kanye did yeah. it. It was really just like we in the club, we grooving like And then you hear a sample or something like that from some shit that you heard when you was little and it make it even a better bop. Like mm-hmm. people wasn't doing that. That whole bad boy wave, you gotta give bad boy the nineties for sure. Dude. You can say whatever you want about Puff now and how his like record label is failing or whatever the case may be how he all labels are failing so it's not just him i mean i will say he do be doing people dirty i'm not gonna give him too but much. they don't be mad but they don't be mad and that's my thing if they not mad guess who ain't mad us see because <laughs> i went down to the bad boy tour and it was everything wow i remember i was mad that i didn't go with you and lauren it was oh me and lauren wore it out me lauren and helen went Oh, really? I didn't even know Helen back then. That was before we met. I mm-hmm. love Helen. Oh we God. wore that concert out. I would have been in there bopping like Pam from Total, so I know. Nobody sat down. We only sat down when French came out. Yikes. Well, y'all, come on. <laughs> but when Carl Thomas strolled out, Faith, Kim, once all the people. I always say this. The Carl locks. Thomas was the original John Legend. I know for a fact that John Legend started to craft specific runs after Carl Thomas. I, I have that it. on good authority. I see it. What you call it? Call he him the hood Nat King Cole. All right. Faith call him the hood Nat King Cole. That's because Faith is hood. Well, <laughs> I knew you when. <laughs> Listen, I had a friend. Speaking of, shout out to Puffy. He got some award at, at the Clive Davis. You know, I don't align with that. Um, We already talked about the Grammys And Stephanie's still mad Because I just Something just don't sit right with me How people can still go to Clive Davis party When that man let the party still go on And Whitney is four floors above y'all dead And y'all down there bopping and partying And carrying on If it was me Somebody of class Would have been like (laughs) The night Unless y'all finna sing nippy all night the night is canceled. Clive, you got money. You don't, like, you, whatever you lost, whatever your sponsors lost, they'll be fine. Yeah. But Whitney is dead upstairs. And y'all downstairs partying. Have some taste. Something else that we don't talk about enough from that night is why is Ray J always in the midst of mess? Well. He also is, like, getting the inheritance or the estate of Suge Knight now. What? 
it's something they're linked somehow, some kind It'd of way. It'd be a lot with Ray J. And like almost Since a millionaire, 90s. I want to say, like got money from all of these. Side oh, his hustles. little scooters are. I be seeing his scooters in L. A. And the headphones. He's got oh, a whole yeah. situation. Uplift that. Love that about you. Love Ray J. But at the same time, the mess almost like cancels all of that out. It'd be weird. Yeah. Why do you have any connection to Suge Knight, and why were you up there with Whitney? Well, child, I didn't know that Suge Knight and Left Eye was carrying on until I watched Dangerously in Love or whatever that show is. I still haven't watched it, and I want to. Oh, we're watching it as soon as you stop recording. You are <laughs> muse. I gagged. What channel is it? Is it Lifetime? I think so. I gagged about mm, 27 times. I love Left Eye and everything about her, so I'm down. The, conclu- the, the last three, the last... 30 seconds of the episode or maybe like 60 is going to gag you the most. Oh god, don't tell me I hate a spoiler even though We're going to watch right after. It's fine. <laughs> but um yeah, it'd be a lot with Suge Knight, it'd be a lot with Ray J, but the music is there. Is. The legacy is there. Is. So, congrats to the dolls for the the songwriters and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We appreciate you and we uplift your name in Jesus name we pray. Amen and Ashe. <laughs> now, Black. let's talk about in the Sex new year who. Sorry. Hey, let's talk about you, you and me. All, All the good things, things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Remember when they flipped it and was like, "Let's do AIDS prevention." Let's talk about. I love AIDS. that. Yeah, it was cute. I love that. It's Progressive awareness. <laughs> know your status. Get tested. Wrap it up. Get All your the prep. slogans. See, okay, so mm, I'm not saying don't get it because do what you got to do to stay strong. But I also feel like, there, one, there has been cases of people who took PrEP and it didn't work. And I well, also, y'all also need to be wearing protection and on PrEP. People need to do all the things. I'm very interested in condoms. I don't understand why that's not a thing. It's whatever. We don't have to do that. I don't, I don't want to get in my soapbox, but like, mm, I'm not all the way sold on what they're selling us. Muse said in the new year, y'all need to be vigilant. Listen, wrap it up. Abstinence is a thing. It's late. Um, <laughs> so. Oh, I say I was doing it. I'm just saying uh, it is a thing. Well, that's someone who's been abstinent from music for too long. The people. I did that. You did. Um, because. Y'all do it is, again. <laughs> this is who owe us some music in 2020. Go. Read them out. Brandy. Hello. Bro James. Hello. Big Jazzy. Darling. Carrie Hilson. Sweetie. Scissor. Fish. Azealia Banks. Girl. We're not getting it, but Rihanna too. Child. She up here releasing eyeliner and and, and um and scara. She, she don't blush. care. Eyeliner. Hush. See what you made me, me do. do. That needs Make. to be the slogan. If she fucking uh, samples that. Wait, do y'all know that song? It's vanity. It's called makeup. Oh my god. What did Prince do that? What should, what'd they say? If I wear this dress, he, he will, will never call. call. So I wear this something. Something about a camisole. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wear my camisole. Make. Uh, 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 uh. Yo, makeup is a song. No, no. Me, Fred Salyers. Hey, Shout Fred. out to Fred. Fred is so fine, y'all. Have y'all seen Fred Salyers? I mean, all of our friends like are lookers. Get up on his Instagram. Me, Fred Salyers, and look, God bless the day, but our friend Terrell, we were about oh, to be in this like. Well, I know Terrell. 
He went to Morehouse. I don't know if you know him. Um, we were we know too many people that have passed. I don't like that. I don't like that either. Our generation Our friend circle is dwindled annually. Yeah. I don't like that. We were about to be in this uh like all male choreography thing in the AUC and we had this choreography to make up that Terrell was putting on us and I was like, Oh, Put it's it about to be lit. Set the piece. <laughs> Come on, set the piece. <laughs> it never <laughs> happened, but that's my shit because of that. I love makeup. Jonte had a choreography video to make up in the early 2000s. Like, oh, I remember that. Dance. Dance, dance. So, back to this list. If those select few don't run us music within the next 360 damn five, guess who's burning down the industry? Hmm. Us. Hmm. I already said, and I'm going to keep saying it. If Rihanna don't put this album out soon, I will launch missiles at Barbados. That's a lie. You're not. Oh. <laughs> You're, we're going to deal coping and just in terms of Rihanna. It's we're, fine. I don't even want to talk about her. But. Wait. Okay. I just want to circle back to, to makeup because I was like, we have to get that lyric right. <laughs> She's, okay. She said, if I wear a dress, he, he will, will never call. call. So I wear much less. I guess I'll wear my camisole. <laughs> Smoke a cigarette. I'm not ready yet. The girls were cunt. Bring back the cunt girls. I'm saying like it's like she's puss. Puss deluxe. She the god. She's like, did you see how Tiana rate Ariana? She's like she ate her. She looks She looks puss. Puss deluxe. <laughs> That's never not gonna be funny. I, if you came to R&B trivia this most recent time, I yelled it out approximately seven thousand times. Like she looked puss. Azealia Banks. Let's talk about her first. Bring back my girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. You well, you know, um, fantasy mixtape is on iTunes and on all streaming. Yeah. So and that happened in twenty nineteen. That was the biggest twenty nineteen blessing for me. Really. Oh, baby. I mean, I already had it down to the I iTunes. mean, I already had it. I already <laughs> had it in my iTunes, but it's also something different when you can put it in your playlist now mm-hmm. because it's on streaming. So That's something know. that I want Apple to actually fix that Spotify does very well. When they stream stuff, it's available for all playlists. If something is in my iTunes because I downloaded it illegally, <laughs> I guess this, this makes sense now that I said that. It, like, cancels it out. Yeah, so, like, if I put it in a playlist and I share it with you, that one song that I downloaded illegally will never be there. But that ruins the flow of my playlist, but whatever. I'm being annoying. The people won't let Azealia live, but they keep bringing her up. They keep reporting when her rapping is good. They keep telling us that she got music coming. They keep showing her lives where she's like showing us new, I guess, beats that she rapping over. Cause she's super duper duper. Hey. I love her. I'm ready for new Azealia music. It's got to be somebody that'll work she, with her. I feel like something about her says always in the studio, yeah. but it always gives never releasing. I don't if that like makes that. sense. And I don't want to keep hearing these extremely long commogamations of music that she's putting on SoundCloud. I want a real song out and not Anna Wintour. I want, I don't know, give me chips. Give me... Y'all can't even and, fuck with us. Can't even fuck with us. Something. You know why? Why? 
<laughs> she thinks that she a lounge singer. That's really yeah, I why I like her. Fuck with, I fuck with, I also reportedly coming out with something soon. SZA did like a photo dump on Instagram. Skinnier than everybody. Oh, she said, I'm doing hot Pilates and I don't eat dairy. Ooh. Look, me too. Can't relate, but. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, black people are not really supposed to engulf milk. Yeah, we're not, but the mac and cheese at Best Side Fish Fry tells me personally <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> so. I'm doing this no carb thing. I don't know. That's not my ministry until further notice. Oh, oops. But I do make a bomb macaroni and cheese myself. I don't know. It looked like whatever she about to come out with is good. That her twirling in that room. Yeah, I was like, she might actually give something upbeat and fun. Listen, you, we said it on the podcast. We sick of y'all sad little twenty somethings. Your twenties was when you were supposed to be having fun and being cute. Be sad in your thirties when your body start changing <laughs> and you got a hair and get pregnant or your eggs are going to turn to mush. Oh, like my the twenties, the twenties, y'all should be being cute, have a fake job, you know, have a job <laughs> that don't cause too much stress, going out partying, dancing, having a good time. And not mess with nobody that's hurting your feelings. I mean, I mean, you have to forget some little razzle, but you also need to like be having fun. Like I tune in some fun music from young girls. It like, doesn't seem like the youth is having fun. They're right? not having fun. It's the not, and I'm not blaming them. It makes me sad actually mm-hmm. because we had so much fun in our twenties. I really did. Like I mean, we, of course we all had low times, but you fix the low time by going out at night. Yeah. Like, whenever you be sad, like, at work, or like you lost your job, or you listen, I've been here when your unemployment got one last week, and you listen, ain't got no new job yet, listen. you know what you would make yourself feel better? We would go dance. Or we would go out like, and dance all night, and we would, they had that, remember they even had that song, dance that pain away, I got problems, dance that, you've been a gay man for a really long time. And, no, they played at the straight parties. Really? Like, the parties were like, uh, I'll never forget one night, Million Dollar Man, no, remember him used to be Kanye's uh-huh. DJ? He came to New York for like a week, and me, Corey, and Mark went to like every single set he had for that whole week, and he played that joint because you know it's it's footwork for Chicago people and like Baltimore and, Club and Baltimore Club, and so you know, and that song would come on, and you'd be like, whatever happened today, don't even matter, cause I'ma dance my pain away. I got problems. Hey, hey, that used to be on my Black Planet page. That was, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I just feel like the young people don't have that, um, don't have that. I would like, yeah, that's really it. I would like to see what a a very happy Scissor single was like. Down for whatever with Kingdom that she did not promote. But I I know what that, I mean, I don't know how to explain it. I know what sad SZA sounds like. I know what SZA's core music sounds like. I want to know if if she did something different, would I still like it? Oh, because I she didn't did like that make... thing with uh, Maroon Five. I didn't like that. It was semi happier. Oh, I didn't hear that. Slightly joyous. But you like them for whatever. Yeah, I like them. And for it whatever. was sexy and fun. And she don't give sexy or fun. Oh. She, I think she's. Whatever. I don't. In terms of her music, she don't get sexy and fun. I get it. I know what you mean. It's fine. But I also think in her person, she didn't get sexy and fun. I remember the first time I saw her when Ceases of Run came out, she had on pajamas. But she stage. also is coming it's, from being a very awkward girl. Oh. That's what I'm saying. So she's growing into her womanness, into her body. I like that. So maybe we'll get cute bad bitch music. Cause I don't want to hear nothing. 
sad. I don't want to hear nothing uplifting. Like that article with Lizzo on the cover. I make music for black women. I don't want. I don't want to hear music that's made for black Can women. Can we talk about that? I want to hear music lying. that was made for bad bitches. If you well, cannot say that with your chest in your interview, don't have your music round about my ear. And artists who are on an agenda to get the numbers and get play in white spaces, don't try to flip the script after you are mad because only white people are coming to your shows, Lizzo. Like, those are white women anthems. Truth Hurts is a white woman's anthem. What's true? What song is Truth Hurts? The one that hurt. Why men great till they gotta be great. Yeah, no. The best thing about that song is the background vocal. She sound good, but I don't like that song. Yeah, no. That's Somebody was like, it's so fun. How can you not like it? I was like, if I'm having fun, that song comes on and makes me not have fun. Yeah. Somebody said Lizzo make music for girls that um, wear tutus in a 30th birthday photo shoot. <laughs> Whoever said it, I commend them because that's the absolute truth. And I love absolute truths. That's funny to me. What's the absolute truth? We need to go to break. <laughs> we ain't even talking about it at this list but y'all know they need to come out with albums Carrie Hilson stop lying Ro James put the album out Brandy where are you no Brandy been in the studio on Instagram for a year her and Kelly Price and I don't got no results what do we like results, results. we specialize in results okay Tony Childs hmm <laughs> I hate it okay bye we can go to break now I'm dead <laughs> But you can't predict love If my heart can speak, you know If my mind can speak, you know Cause I would say these words to you If you could read my mind You know I'm for real this time I've been made a fool so much Till I'm scared to fall in love Please don't be I didn't even mean to sound so like downtrodden just now, but whatever. I guess it's time for us to do the light up because like we said earlier, ain't nobody doing nothing. Hot topics actually drain me because it was a stretch. Was. Maybe it's just that we are elderly and I don't care about the stuff that's going on, <laughs> but I don't care about the stuff that's going on. No, don't. I mean, I laugh at Ari Lennox's lives. She's annoying. I'm sorry. Oh. Like, she pretty, and she put out good music, and her weight gain has been inspiring. But remember when she first came out when nobody knew who she was but, like, me? In, like, 2012, she was scrawny, but I love this new body. But otherwise, she's annoying. She's trying to be woke, and, like, the thing is, everybody be trying to be woke but don't got the range. Because, like, she be like, oh, you make fun of my nose, you're anti-black. I'm like, girl, you do not have a distinctly black nose. You just got big nostrils. And big flare nostrils aren't... Like, not big nostrils, flare nostrils mm -hmm. are not specific to black people. That is not indicative of a black nose. And you done got the children down to the Teen Vogue, Brighton, 
writing um, think pieces, talking about people making fun of your nose and people saying you like a Rottweiler and all this other kind of carrying on. Like, girl. That argument on Twitter kind of got on my nerves because just because a black dude joan on a black girl don't mean that he don't like black girls or people don't. And you like, going joan on who around you and who is around you? Black people, people of your race. But my thing is, what you been from and, DC, and, and that she blows not? me. She always going on people. No, but I'm oh. saying, well, one, she always go on people. Right. And two, the tweet wasn't even mean. The tweet was actually really hilarious. It, it was, was like, funny as shit. Because he was like, isn't it crazy how Ari Lennox and Tiana both look like Rottweilers, but they sexy as shit? <laughs> but I That's... resonated with that because there are pit bulls in the face that I got time for. See, them. <laughs> Ari nose flares like it's fucking fire steaming out of it. My and ex said that her nose maker looks 65 years old. She, and I laughed at that too. Ari do got like an aunt face. <laughs> and it's like the missing tooth make it more aunt. Why do so many people have that tooth gone? I don't know, but it's that one tooth. It's that one tooth on the side. Like mm. the, the it's supposed to be the fang. I don't know. but Behind the fang. Either way, I feel like she, it's one thing to say like that hurt my feelings or whatever, but to make it a racial thing, it's annoying. Like she keeps doing it and she just keep like. That did really get on my nerves and it made me look at her a little different. And then Lonnie Love and all these other people keep, keep you know, getting on the internet, on their platforms, talking about only black, and they're like only black men bash black women. Have y'all met white men? Right. <laughs> It'd be so interesting that people don't take a step outside of our race when stuff happens within our race. Because every male species talks about the female species. Like And not for nothing. I feel like black men are the only race that cites their women. Yeah. Cause they be like, damn girl, yeah. nephew, that's you. I'm dead. Uh, you know, all those little sayings that like that, that came black, from black niggas. Yeah, like white men and men of other races do not be don't have like say, cultural sayings. Talking about their women. And all, if we actually, get wow. jokes. And this is the other thing. I'm sorry. I'm taking over this rant. Because this shit really had me mad. <laughs> but like. Because when black men say stuff. Sometimes like that. You getting a joke off. But when a white man says something derogatory about a white woman. He means it. Have yes. you ever heard a white man call a girl a cunt? <laughs> the fact that that's really a white, white white men and black white men and white women don't joke with each other no. like how black you know men and women joke with yeah, each other yeah, yeah. they really mean that they like she's a fucking cunt she's a dirty fucking cunt <laughs> like when brandon was talking that guy brandon whatever was bashing Lindsay lohan he was like she's a fucking cunt she's a fucking or like even when Spencer used to go off on the girls on the hills yes. and shit. He hates women. And they're and they're not joking. They no. mean it. But it's weird that we can't. But if a black find man be like, you old bus head, head at like black men. Girl, just if you don't get your double, like, like yeah. go off. Like it's just joking. We just can. And it's like But nothing is a joke on Twitter. Black people have lost the the recipe to fun. And that's what the issue is. You can't bust on nobody no more. You can't kiki. You can't joan no more. Everything is anti-black. Like, first of all, we all black. So if I say something, if I say to you, you're black ass, I'm black too. That's how you know it's a joke. <laughs> Cause I'm black too. 
Maybe that's why people think that I'm so problematic because I just be talking shit all the time. Because we grew up black. And when yeah. you grow up black, that stuff is funny to you. I might be a little extreme, but still, it's funny to me. And I laugh to at us. things. I don't know. That that did really, 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 really blow me because I've been such a big advocate for her. And we went to the same high school. I know who your friends are. We grew up around the same people. You can take a joke. I don't understand why everything needs to be turned into a diatribe about blackness and the lack of respect that men have for women. And like, what? Just like Stephanie said, in other races, they look down on their women. To be fair, the whole world is literally built. The way the world is constructed is for white is been constructed by white men for them to demean white women. Yeah. The idea of marriage, all that shit, like white men created that to make white women feel bad about themselves. Fashion pageants, fashion, like that's all created to be like you're nothing. And, and who created that? White men and black men fell under that guys due to slavery. But just like Stephanie said, even within that we still have found ways to uplift our women. And I don't see that in other cultures. No. At all. They do not. Wow. I've been realizing a lot of different things like as we talk through it on here. And yikes. Sad. Because I Jonah people. <laughs> so now and I I'm, feel like and I we're can't gonna, say and, nothing. And you better keep Jonah on people because it be funny. It do. It don't mean I'm trying to fight. It don't mean I'm trying. I don't know. I'm not even being disrespectful. That was funny. And he did say something good, too. It wasn't like a... He wasn't being serious, and you could tell. Or I could tell. I don't know. I don't know if that's me thinking that people are too sensitive now, or... People are hella sensitive now. I'm like, you, like... That is funny just to, to me. Make, just to, <laughs> when they be making everything about race, it's just weird. Because it wasn't given that. It wasn't. That and nigga like, probably got two black girlfriends right now. Right now, and love them. Right, both. <laughs> By both. Sorry. They be thinking they love both. But I'm serious. I'm like, come on. That's why people be like, oh, black on black crime. Like, that is not real. Like, that is not a thing. You go in on who is around you, who is in your proximity. And if you really do other. the research and pull the numbers, there is no such thing as black on black crime. White people, Hispanic people, everybody commits crimes around the same way and like measurement. But because black people are tried all the time by the world, it just gives... Oh, well, they killing each other in their own neighborhoods. Look at them. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nobody about to travel 30 miles since we live in such segregated place. Nobody going to travel 30 miles to do no dirt. Yeah, like, you I'm just not do going to the rich neighborhoods to steal when I know John John up the street just bought a new TV. Right. Like, and Duh. nothing. I'm, like, condoning any I don't of got it. no gas money. I'm That's why saying, I'm stealing. Like, <laughs> like, you really have to think about it like that. Like, people don't put it in perspective or get in the other person's shoes or jump into another race because you got to look at stuff outside of yourself. If I I am a poor person. I live in poverty to a certain extent. Why on God's green will I travel abroad to commit my little yin yin yings around the crime? That don't even make sense to me. Like, whatever. We didn't took this somewhere it didn't need to be. But that's the damn light of. 
and it got lit up. And apparently, you can't light things up no more because people be getting mad. And that's another thing. I actually think that I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm, now I'm going off. She. I actually think that Ari is playing, and that's what makes it even she's worse. She's not playing. No, I think that the woke thing is no, something she, she aspires to. I do think that she's trying to fit in with that. Do we not remember that she tried to type like she tried to number all the songs on the album by hair texture? Yeah, that's late. Four A, four B, like girl, and then down to the concert, she all like, oh look at all the four C in the building, and me and my bundles was sitting there like well bitch I done paid the same amount of money and I've been your fan before all these old natural hair hoes even had natural hair so you better give me my life <laughs> Stephanie bad me and my 20 inch Brazilian loose wavy I'm fucking dead it's late like to me all this natural hair shit is played just for as somebody as somebody who's been natural for about to be 34 years it's really not that deep. No. Y'all make it so deep and y'all also pit natural hair against perm, natural hair against weave. Most of the girls that got weave got natural hair. They just And got it's longer they and thicker hair. than yours. Yeah. So what you need to do is ask what the recipe is. And the recipe is a fucking weave. Yeah, I was about to say, the recipe is getting your hair done. And the girl <laughs> and the girls and the girls in New York that got perm got thicker edges than everybody. Yeah. Sometimes they have to get perms to thin out. But I don't like that concept either. I did a whole like we had to do an article on the good hair, bad hair documentary that Chris mm-hmm. Rock and them did when I was. Which I thought on. was good. It because, was good. Because it didn't it didn't criminalize nothing. No, it, didn't, it didn't. It, it just didn't. basically showed you what the effects of perming your hair are. And me and Ansley, shout out to Ansley, she got me the little post on the Panther at Clark Atlanta. Come on, the year. Panther. Look, a college a newspaper, a e-zine. <laughs> what school did you go to? But we had to do basically a documentary report on it for the newspaper and it taught me a lot about hair because i don't know i got curly hair as long as thick as whatever but i don't know nothing about that 4c 5c hbic i don't know (laughs) none of that so i learned a lot from that and i was just like oh so this is why y'all be going back and forth but it doesn't mean one is better than the other I have an equal amount of friends who have natural hair and equal amount of friends who have weave. And in between, there's also girls who have both. Most of my friends who get weave, get weave so they don't have to do nothing harsh to their own hair. I don't don't get it. And like, I don't know, because to be fair, I don't like the way our hair ever looks. So I can't really, I don't want to do this. Never mind. I don't want to do this No, because we love her. And I'm telling you, I've been on her wave since Bound. In 2013, 2014, then I went back to Cascade and came out in like 2012. Listen, I am a stan. I'm a stan. I even but really I, like the fuck EP. Duke yeah, Ellington's finest. Like I said, we graduated like, the same high school. I love that girl. We but love her. Up. We stan her. But it's annoying. Like, stop. Stop trying to cause race wars on Twitter. There are more things to actually be mad about and upset about. And you also need to, like, the thing is celebrities are not smart and they don't need <laughs> So when they be trying to give this critical race theory, they don't know what they talking about. Most. And the then time. because their fan bases also don't read and don't have common sense because all they do is be on the internet. They don't go outside. They don't interact with human beings. It's like. It is. Whatever. I'm ready to cite stuff. Are just looking at headlines. So if it's say Ireland is get upset about tweet, then people are not going to even research. I don't know. It's just whatever. I'm over. It's late. We're mad. So let's size. I want to be positive now. <laughs> I love how we flip it like that. Yeah, I want to be positive because I'm over it. So we know that it's a whole new decade and look like thank God for getting us here. But there were some severely slept on albums from the 2010s and we need to speak their names. 
at large. <laughs> like, do you want to start? Because I have things to say. Yeah, first of all, I want to start with Sherry Dennis, who became... So, y'all know Sherry Dennis from I Love You, I Love You, I Love You, Hey, don't break my heart. So, y'all know her from, the, from Bad Boy, but in the 2010s, she became Cherry Coke. And I hated that. I'm sorry. Keep going. So she changed her name to Cherry Coke, and she was given like pink twist outs and stuff. And <laughs> she had Cherry Coke and red hair. That's yeah. part of why I didn't like it. And um, she did an EP with Mellow X, who, if you don't know, was like a DJ in New York. And he's now a producer. He's worked with Beyonce, all the things. Yeah. Um, and they put out an EP called X Slash Coke and Baby. Stephanie loved this EP, y'all. Baby. It still gets spins and runs and juns from me. I mean, okay? Sherry Dennis in general, because the album that I Love You was on was severely slept on in, it, in and of itself. And it was hits on there. I know that she doesn't really like it. I watched her finding on BET, you know, that YouTube thing that they mm-hmm. do where they have the, like, random artists. They did Nicole Ray. They did Jay Holiday. I've watched them all because I'm a stan. Um... But she was on there talking about how much she didn't like the album and didn't like the give that she was being given. But it's music on there. Uh, it's a song called Showtime. What? Let me look it up so I don't get it wrong. Well, while you're going, because that album came out before 2010. Oh. I'm going <clears> to <throat> keep us on topic. Sorry. Which y'all. is X Coke. Um, <laughs> and she opened up the EP with this song called Garden of Eden, which is my shit. I do like that song. Um, she has a song called Interlude where she basically kind of like, I love songs where they talk about other things as an innuendo. Mm-hmm. And so like when she's talking about like love and sex on the interlude, she's like, she's like, I, she's like, I rewind you back. Like she's like, you know, my favorite interlude. So I rewind I like you that. back. You know, cause the interview lose be too short. They do. And then she'd be like, um, she talks about like, instead of saying like you're fingering me, she says, oh. you're, she says, she says, play me like piano keys. Oh, I, I love mean, it when you look on the piano. Like I like I love that song. Um, like Garden of Eden and Interlude are my favorites on there. She has another song called Light Years, which is so good. Um, then she has a cover of Portishead Sour Times, she talks about which that I too. wasn't really a, a Portishead person, but her cover of Sour Times made me go and listen to their music, which mm-hmm. I always love when an artist puts me on to somebody. Um. But I look like y'all. I still listen to X Slash Coke regularly now. Like you can also kind of tell she was happier making that music. She was, and it was more her. And yeah. I actually saw her. So she performed some of the songs um, at this. They used to do this like uh, showcase. It's actually, the first time I saw SZA when C SZA Run was like just about to come out. Mm-hmm. It was the same kind of series, and it was Cherry Coke and Olamide performed that same night. Do historically <laughs> since the nineties. <laughs> yeah. I... Um. So that was what two thousand twelve. So definitely like head over to SoundCloud and check out X Coke. It is so good. It's it's like whimsical. It's sexy. It's light. It's like perfect music for spring. That was my introduction to Mellow X too because I didn't know anything about him before the X Coke EP mm-hmm. project, and it opened me up to a whole new wave of like. 
recording artists that I had never heard of before and I probably would have because from that I got into like Jimmy Nixer oh, and yeah. some of those people that Jimmy Noir boys were it's not Jimmy Nixer Jimmy Noir I never knew that yeah but I no Jimmy Noir was the doll he only got like two songs I really know and they better than everything I, when I found out about that sound I was like really really into it so thanks Mellow X for doing that and like I said from watching the Finding episode with her on it she wanted to talk about music as an addiction, and I think they got the point across real bad. I liked it a lot. <laughs> point across real bad. I talk about this album every episode, so it's not anything new, but Last Train to Paris is one of the best albums of my lifetime. Of your lifetime. Of so I know of everybody's lifetime. We all it's, love it. In my adult life, I don't think that there will ever be an album that impacts me like that. One hasn't come out yet. I'll say that. Shades. That's my tweet. No. Yes. Shades is my song forever. Ugh. I just, the James lyrical content, like, they were in their Teflar bags. <laughs> Tell. And not the minis. Because. <laughs> Come on, Telfar, extra large. <laughs> the lyrics on all of this shit was everything. Yesterday with Chris Brown. First of all, we love Chris Brown over here at the Sice, but. Yesterday I fell in love. Today feels like my funeral. Mm. What? Mm. That range of emotion just within mm. that first opening sentence. Mm. What do you mean? Mm. It is. I, I just want to uplift the name of Kalina. Thank you for your contributions to the Dirty Money Trio. You are everything. You forever will always have a place in my heart and in my headphones. I hate that you love me. Jam. Hey, so much boy. What? Music. I yeah. love compilation albums in general. So anytime there is an artist that comes out or a DJ that comes out or a producer that comes out, but they have all of these other artists filtering and meandering around their sound for that project and creating like a new wave for everybody. I love that. This album, I play this shit like it's new still today. He, when we were talking about the best album of 2019, he definitely was trying to put dirty money <laughs> on here. I'm late and I don't have a good sense of time. You see, I was talking about Sherry Dennis' old album. Right. That shit I was, was like, like 2007. I was like, what is he talking about? But I just Music. wanted to uplift a particular line from Shades that really took me out. He said, now, girl, if you want, I'll pour a gallon of gasoline on my heart just, just to, to light, light your cigarette. cigarette. No, seriously. Girl, if you want. What? I'll pour a gallon of gasoline. He said, and light it if you get lonely. If you call me, just call me. If you want me, I'm ready. When you are, just tell me you want me. Excuse me? And listen to how much of a music head I am. I'm in a fucking consumer behavior class at Clark v. Atlanta. <laughs> I was in that class. My favorite teacher Two was years teaching before that shit. You, but <laughs> who fine. you had? Um, Dr. Richardson. Oh, I don't remember. He's like, he had last. He looked like Smokey um, Robinson. Mm-mm. Oh, well, best teacher out. He was like Uh-oh. a mentor to me. But we have, we, I don't know how we got on music because, again, this is a marketing class. They somebody was like, yeah, R&B is dead. Y'all don't listen to good music no more because it was a mix of ages in that class. And I was just like, um, and what makes you say that? <laughs> and then they were like, just the lyrics and everything. And I was like, y'all must not be listening to music because, and then I listed that exact line. I was like, well, on the new Last Train to Paris album with, you know, Diddy Dirty Money, they say, girl, if you want, I'll pour a gallon of gasoline on my heart just to light your cigarette. That sounds like love to me. And this was around the same time that the Arc Android had come out. And 
Janelle Monet was like, tattoo your name across my heart. Like people, Beyonce said something like that too. Yeah. I was like, y'all not listening to, to the music. music. So like, let's but not I'm talk sorry. about this. this is a lot of people said things like that, but I'll pour a gallon on my on my heart with gasoline just to just light to your, your cigarette. cigarette. That is like the... No. The, the, the only song, the only lyric that can sit with that is um, Love on the Brain, Rihanna. Oh, I was about to say Firebomb by Rihanna, but still Rihanna. Right. <laughs> Honestly, a lyrical deliverer. People Hello. give the lyrics to the girl. Circle back to our Rihanna and Rain November episode. Wow. What a moment. Yeah. That's history. <laughs> Nippy, please. <laughs> Next up is Tiana Taylor 7. Now, what was crazy to me is when the album came out. Keep that uh, same energy. Yeah, keep, I, I almost forgot the name. Try to have seven <laughs> songs to it. Um, every Mad people were on Twitter and in real life being like, this is the first time I heard a whole Tiana Taylor album. And I was like, excuse me? That doesn't make any sense. Have y'all not heard the best album of 2014, 7? We've been talking about this. That was my favorite. That was started. my favorite album of 2014. Yeah. Hands. You keep down. Saying, you always say that it was better than um D'Angelo. And I love Black Messiah. Love Black Messiah. But Tiana Taylor did what she needed but, to damn do. Ooh, man. The, Request. The, Request. That's, that's the tweet. I mean, the sequencing was good. The features were perfect. The Tina Marie influences, yes, like all of that. The was, lyrical content. And for me, I've gotten a chance to be around Tiana Taylor a couple times in my life. So finding out that it was this amount of talent in that little girl. Yeah, because people we didn't, didn't know, know. she could really, really sing. Mm-hmm. So I was that shocked me because I had been to the studio with her and everything, but the music I was hearing wasn't that. So by the time she got a little older and really wanted to come out with honestly no help from good music. Right. And that's why I think that that album seven was better than mm-hmm. that when the one where Kanye had his hand in it because she was able to do her own sound, do her own thing. Yeah. And that album to me is so beautiful because also what was going on in her life, right? So she has like all these like super sexy songs, and at the end she has Sorry, mm-hmm. which lines up with her situation when she lost her virginity, was dating that basketball player, and he cheated on her with her friend. And that song, and she, and that one song, Sorry, is about how her transition between Brandon to Iman. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm sorry you couldn't love me. I'm sorry you couldn't be the man I needed you to be. That's but she said, sad. and as you watch from far away with me and my new man, okay? <laughs> like, I love that. She put out a lot of videos for that album, too, because Broken Hearted Girl video was mm, cute. Everything. I love Tiana Taylor. Just Different is my favorite song uh-huh. on the album. And I just want to read a lyric. This is what took me out. Um, first of all, she starts the song with, I swear, I'm swe- I swear, I swear, I'm hurting, babe. I just don't understand. First, mm-hmm. How do you start a song like that? Handed you my heart somewhere in the dark. Like, what? God. Missed a couple parts, then it stopped in the beat change. Because that's what men do to you. Hello? <laughs> Get away from me. Then she said... And you break my heart. You got it to start. No surprise. Do, I'm saying in the cadence of the song. Do it every time. Then you come for it. Then you come for a joy ride. Ain't that deep? Ain't that I'm what they do? Again. Ain't that what they do? I try to explain. Well, listen, but words are do. just words. I can't quit this. And I'm going to praise her name. Tiana Taylor, come back to us. Please. And, and Kanye, if you're going to put your hand in it, put your hand in it the right way. Don't get on my damn nerves. D- give her the beat and leave her alone. <laughs> Period. <sighs> oh, I mean, we talk about... The T's are taking over. 
We talk about Latoya Luckett every other episode, and Stephanie talks about Toya Luckett every other hour, honestly. Sweetie. But one of the best discographies of Destiny's Children. The best. Oops. I just wanted you to say it so I wouldn't be the one. Listen. Because you don't know. I, uh, that was you can't fact. argue with facts. <laughs> and you can't be mad at the facts either. But Toya Luckett has three albums. And even though I've never really taken the time to give one number one it's like. Ooh. But album two and three. No. I don't skip. I'm putting you on to some of my favorite songs on that first Please. album. Please. I, I just song, haven't made the time. She I got need this to. song called This Song. I think it's the last song on her first album. She'd be like, I just wrote this song, this song, specifically to make love to you. Hey. I'm going to have it night long, night long. Hey. It's so cute. It's an auntie bop. I love it. <laughs> I was like, close the album out, Toya. We love Toya Lucky. Congratulations. Her baby just turned one. But um, <laughs> the fact that you knew that, <laughs> like the Toya Look at Lady Love album, are we kidding? Like, I want her and Tank to put out a full EP. You know, wait before we go down this rampage. I think that Tank needs to do a coll- a compilation album where he does all women songs. Yes, and just write the music for these children. Him with that girl that be sing that be harmonizing with Ashley. him all the time. Ashley, come on the cast, Ash. Well, yeah, but back to Latoya Luckett. The music is there. The discography eats. Good to me. Just because. That's a note I can't really hit, but go off, Toya. That was at Everybody Wedding in 2009 when that album came out. If you got married, listen. Also, but Back to Life, which was her album from 2017, the title track was a problem. When that bridge came in, you just want to run around, all your girls, all the ones. Wanna meet me, baby. What? Give a little Spanish moment. <laughs> and like, she opened the album with I'm Ready, which was like a Ugh. hit. And I like I'm Ready a lot. It was a sleeper single that came out yep. way before that album. Yep. And I was still listening to it. So when she really put it on there, I was like, oh, you love me. See? Uh, look, I love when our artists, we like do what we want them to do. Yeah, but she had like used to... She had um middle and grand. Middle. Listen, her and Ludacris also need to make more music together. I love, like, I love. Regret I love, was a moment. Yeah, I love Luda and Sierra, and I love Luda and Toya. Uh huh. I and it's love such them different together. Sounds. So it's crazy that he's able. To, I had a whole Sierra and Ludacris moment yesterday, hanging out <laughs> with Kenny and them. The people know music. Do. I don't know. Um, but in the name, I love that little bop too. In the name and in the video, she had a little HBCU sweatshirt on. It was cute to me. She had a whole like her rollout was actually really impressive it was good. from this. Cause they did a, a movie of the songs. Mm-hmm. So every single wove into this storyline. And I was like, this is kind of good. You know who's randomly in the background of one of those videos? Huh. Darrell Bransford. Of course. Why wouldn't he be there? <laughs> But he's not dancing. Whatever. We don't have to do this on the show. So, uplift the name of Toya the Luckett. I, I can actually say that I agree she has the best discography in Destiny's Child. Simply because I'm not going to do it. Don't do it. I'm not going to do it. Go there. So, I was going to say, I don't listen to gospel on a regular basis. <laughs> Something has to be going on or I have to be in church to pull out the gospel <laughs> tunes. So, Michelle's already canceled unless hello, heartbreak. It's nice to see. Unless that's happening. But 
I feel how I feel about Beyonce, but I, in the grand scheme of things, out of the top artists that are here today, right now, her discography is not on par with the same people who are of legendary status like her. Does that make sense? Or am I being too nice? Say, say it again. I don't think that Beyonce's discography measures up to the other people that are legendary of today. Like, I don't, Rihanna's a legend, an icon, a statement, a star. Her music is better than Beyonce's. It is. And I don't think that Rihanna is more talented than Beyonce. Because she's Be- not, technically. Beyonce, right. Beyonce is the Michael Jackson of our time. She's right. performing everybody into a box. But the music wavers sometimes. A but lot Toya's of times. Doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Toya is has been cons- I think when people try to argue that the what we should say is the most consistent uh-huh. has been Latoya Lucky. Yeah. She's I, that's been, that's very fair. She's been very consistent. Like the music has always been good. She always works with the same people. Well, not always, but she works with the same people. She knows what her sound is. She mm-hmm. doesn't change. And she with doesn't the times. Well. She doesn't waver. And I think that's, to me, what makes a strong discography. Like, you know what your sound is. And I think with Beyonce, it's like, I don't think she really knows what her sound is. And it changes. And, and, and it changes. That's a fair argument. And it changes with each album or with each whatever is going on in the world. Or I do think that if you hear something, you could say, oh, that's a Beyonce song. Oh, but, yeah, for but sure. But that doesn't mean that every time you say that, it's going to sound similar. Right. Yeah. And then Kelly... Kelly don't believe in herself enough. She only to, gets her strength from Beyonce. I'm just going to flat out say it. Well... she If, if Beyonce is not on the stage with her, Kelly doesn't hold her on in the way that she does when Beyonce is on the stage with her. Because you paid attention to Kelly various times and in key moments throughout Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. But Kelly by herself has struggled to live up to that. And it wasn't until her last album, which kind of got swept under the rug, where she was able to kind of put out the same type of or stature of music as her counterparts in Destiny's Child. Hashtag to me. But she also doesn't even give her... It also doesn't seem like she cares. <laughs> she doesn't give herself the chance. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that EP came out last year and... You know, we didn't even know it came out. She didn't do anything for it. We didn't know it came out. And I think that, like, if she believes in herself more. And also, one thing we were talking about with, um, one thing we were saying about, um, Kelly Rowland, me and Mark's sister, because somebody played When Love Takes Over. We Mm -hmm. were like, she should have stayed in that EDM lane. Yeah. It's very, like, she could have dominated overseas. And then brought that back over here when all of the girls were doing it. Because each other, that tribal, Donna Summersy, disco-y ass, beat ass, what? She would have ate that. She slept on her, she sleeps on herself. And that's the Kelly issue. You see Kelly ate Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly ate her. She was puss. She puss deluxe. Well, the real puss deluxe is Tedra Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Not no. So that's next up on our list is Tidra, um, someone who was slept on in the 2010s. Her, so everyone Tidra knows. Tidra Moses been slept on since before then, too. Well, no, I think people love Just Wanna Be Your Girl and you're, and You'll Never Find and stuff like that from yeah, her first Backstroke. album in 2004, Backstroke. But then in the 2010s, she put out an album called Cognac and Conversation, which was amazing. Love it. And so many people slept on it. Like, I love Cognac and Conversation, the title track with, with Rick Ross. I love the one with um, Anthony um, Hamilton. 
Um, I love Skin Diver. That's what I was about to say. Skin Diver is my shit. Like. I like Are You For Real, too. I mean, oh, Are yeah. You Scared? Are You Scared? But even Are You For Real, I think, came out in the 2010s. Because she also put out a bunch of EPs. There was the California something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, wait. She put out a bunch of EPs in the 2010s. That song, when she switched over to Maybach Music, that album came out, too. And it had that song, To Hell With It. L- Luxurious oh, Underground. Lion hearted. Yeah, like she put out so many projects like um Clairvoyant came out. Clairvoyant. The same year. Oh my god, Clairvoyant was so good. Baby, you're so different than the fuck boys that I know. <laughs> and that was you know what she remixed that because that was a um that was I think his name was Patrick from the internet. That mm-hmm. was a beat that he made and he put on his SoundCloud and she flipped it and put lyrics on top of it. I honestly think every song we got to do some digging, but every song was kind of her version of oh, somebody else's something. Cause she oh, did flashing lights on there oh, too. Oh yeah, and that was that's on my um, my Nissan Altima cuts playlist for the aunties. <laughs> Yeah, we love Teach. If you uh, live in New York, she'll be here February nineteenth. So get your tickets down to the SOBs. <laughs> the people are coming around. Don't be there. Be square. Um, we some more teas. Tamar, we got we got a couple more teas to get through. So at the last R&B trivia that we did. 1245 bust out the woodworks with several Tamar moments. And the crowd went wild. It was like. <sighs> Multiple times. Like you would never. Re- I didn't realize. Me either. The impact that Tamar had on the 2010s. Me either. At all. And like yeah she came out again in the 2010s. But I don't know. I just didn't. Until the songs came on and I saw the reaction that the people had in their body. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like oh wait. Tamar got music. Especially when Love of War came on. Huh. That do, 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 do. everybody was like, wait a minute. And people stood about their seats. Somebody said every day. Was it gonna be sunny skies? Okay, only lingerie and Marvin Gaye. But Tamar put out three amazing albums in the 2010s. Bodies of War. Like, Love and War is easily one of the greatest comeback albums of all time. No, seriously. It's going to go down in history. Easily. Because she had, because all the singles were huge from the that one? album. The one is the bop of the century. And I usually, I had gotten tired at that point so early on. When people kept taking basically a beat from another song and just doing their own song, that's how you hate you hate people use juicy fruit. Like Infume enough. But that was but the one was a Infume juicy fruit sample, but you love that song. Do. It make me feel good on the inside part. It do. I really like it. It's a really feel good song. Then she had All the Way Home and then of course the title track, Love and War. Then the second album she had in the 2010s. What was the name of that joint? Calling Calling All all Lovers. lovers. Calling All Lovers. Oh, she started the album. She's a crazy person. (laughs) She had a video for that song too. I know and it wasn't good. But (laughs) She had a video for Hot Sugar too. Yeah, because she loves Hot Sugar. But, like, we talk about the songs. So, so for me, Calling All Lovers is my favorite Tamar album. Yeah, it's her best um, album. But, I mean, she has songs like Simple Things, Broken Record, Ugh. Never, Circles, If I Don't Have You, Raise the, the Bar. bar. 
Mm. Broken Record was also written by a Clark Atlanta alum. That's why it's one of the best songs on the album. Listen. Sun, Uh, S-O-N. Sun, which, y'all, okay. So on the album, (laughs) if you look on streaming or if you have the physical album, it just says Sun in all capital letters. So I thought it was about her son, like how Beyonce had a song about Blue. And I was like, I don't want to hear no song about nobody, kids. Like, y'all know, I don't don't do children like that. (laughs) You know? So I was like, I don't care. Child, I didn't realize the song was called Sex Over Nonsense, and it's one of the greatest songs I've ever heard. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to feel like this. Do this with me, me, baby. What? Come on. Into it. Must be good to get as a little bop, too. Like, I'm sorry. Tamar went off. And then, All in what, 2017, 20, uh-huh, she Blue gave Bird us Bluebird of Happiness, she which... She really thought she was Mariah with this title. And also thought she was Mariah on the vocals. She had all ballads and, well, not all, but it was like 80% ballads. Yeah. Every single song on here slapped. Like, it would be my favorite Tamar album, but it was just short. Yeah, it was short. And it got dramatic. Like, Empty Boxes sounds like it would be very oh, fit for Broadway. I listen to Empty Boxes all the time. It still is dramatic. It's a drama. It's, oh, it's very it's dramatic. Ba- this it's, album is melodramatic. Mm-hmm. But I, that's part of why I like it, but that's but also, also part of why it's divorce. not my favorite. Yes. And to me, this is my favorite divorce album. It's the same album as Lemonade. It's just that... Better. Oh. It's better and she actually left. And that's why I like it. Ooh, distinction. That's why I like that she actually left. Like, I really think that the Lemonade album would have been a better story if she actually left. But the Lemonade storyline that the movie gave was all about forgiveness and reconciliation. And which I'm not here for. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not either. And if you I'm know not me, here you for know that. If, if I risk my life, which is what women do when they become pregnant, yeah. if I risk my life for you... And you carry on and cut up a fool. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Ain't no reconcilie nothing. <laughs> it would be silly of me uh, to think silly? that you. Come on, <laughs> sing Nisi. You know, and and and, and and even if Beyonce didn't leave in real life, I still wish in Lemonade that she was like. I wish that her life giving her lemons and her making lemonade meant her going going in her own. Mm-hmm. Cause when not, I don't really like. Sorry. But when she go into me and my baby, we gonna be all right. That's I love that. Left I, and the, I understand she said, that. Left the note in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. She said she did the little Kim. The fact that we really doing it, they can't see us. <laughs> like to me, that's when I clock into sorry mm-hmm, because it's like, mm-hmm. yo, we don't need these guys. Like this ain't back in the day where like you need a man because you don't got no job and you can't take care of yourself. Me and my baby, we gonna be all right. Humanity has. We gonna live a good life. She said, "Listen, <laughs> that left a note in the hallway part, and then the, the flames on the doorway, like drama." If she would have really left, it would have. Turn a lot of things around for me. For her. Well. Wow. Because she don't need him. You know? And, I, and honestly, just what we know about Beyonce doesn't even tell me that she thinks that she needs him. Because there was definitely right. moments in that relationship where I think that she was going to leave. Remember when they didn't go to Kanye's wedding? Mm-hmm. I don't think that that was all because... Of them being messy. Of them being messy. Exactly. I think that that was because Beyonce was like not there. Her mm-hmm. and Blue was overseas handling whatever they was handling. And Jay-Z was left to dwell in the, what he did to the relationship. And it was like, 
he says it off of that yeah. terrible album. He's basically like, I mean, four 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 is not good to me. Sorry, it's not. Y'all lied. Yeah, everybody, and so did Jay Z. And, it's and like, everybody lied when they said that Lemonade was the best album of two thousand two thousand tens. That is not the best. That's not even her best album and, of the two thousand tens. And to be fair, that people are still lying to themselves when they say that that's her best album because we all know that it's self titled. We don't have to have this right. argument, but self titled is Beyonce's. No, I couldn't even say to you, this is her best album. I'm going to say it's better than Lemonade, though. Like, Beyonce was better than Lemonade. Was. Hands yeah, down. I love Beyonce self-titled. As you should. Historically. And, like, yeah, there are missteps, because, again, we don't need Blue as the song. Yeah, we didn't need Pretty Hurts. I understand why she put it on there, though. Why? Because Beyonce likes to sing like that. That's why the, the album, the, the gift album is ballady mm-hmm. when it comes to songs she do by herself. If she did ba- I wish her ballad sounded like Tamar ballads. I wish she had like ballads like that, not corny white girl ballads, because her ballads skew white. I get what like Halo now, but I don't agree all the way. Um, no, the whole time I was listening to Bluebird of Happiness, imagine if Beyonce say "Empty Boxes." No, yeah, I would. We we've said this on the show before too. Uh, I definitely think that if Beyonce sang some of those songs, I have chills. It would be like we do that so much. Uh, I have chills. The thing came out about this is kind of a good segue because we're talking about Beyonce and Tamar, and they both love Mariah. But that thing came out on Twitter where it was like, "What songs would you give oh, mm-hmm. Mariah from Beyonce, and what song would you like mm-hmm. to hear Beyonce sing on Mariah?" I said, "I want Beyonce to sing Underneath the Stars, mm. and I want Tamar to sing That's How You Like It." How you like it, that's, a, that's a Mariah Carey song. That's how you Wait, like it. Wait, did I say Tamar? I meant Mariah. Well, that's how you like it. That's how you like it. Enough. Another T. Tinashe at large. She Period. came to us in the 2010s and she's still going the fuck off in the 2020s. Songs for you, baby. <laughs> now streaming. <laughs> it is music in this little girl's discography and y'all will never not hear me talking about it in case we die was a very good i'm a black girl but i sing pop listen to my shit i dance <laughs> listen to my shit i dance it was so good all of her eps have been good black water amethyst i'm doing the jackie with the count off. right <laughs> i mean hits on hits on hits uh, I always talk about it on the show, but you did me wrong. The lyrics, like, uh, the performances, uh, energy, fucking joy ride and night ride. Thing. A song. So, do you have any specific Nashi songs you want to uplift? Because the discography is vast. I mean, Space Time, Touch Pass, wow. Company, wow. Party Favors, Just Save Room for Us. Ooh. Quick, what's better than me? I don't give a shit. Nothing better than me. Still checking for me. Sing. Music. Hit. Sorry. What more can we say about the dog? We stand Tanashi. Y'all already know where we stand. Ride it's really no. Life. Like, uh, Far Side of the Moon. Far Side of the me. Moon. Cold Sweat. It is a song that I am looking for that I will find. Midnight Sun. Ugh. Oh, yeah. A moment. 
Well, Bated breath, middle of nowhere. All right, you know. Y'all already know what we say with Tanashi. It's fine. Girls, stop being in our DMs as she come on the podcast. I'm not editing that out. Don't come down to the show. Who's next? <laughs> We're going to get locked up. <sighs> so the tease might be done for a little bit, but I'm ready for new scissor music. So being ready for new scissor music, we need to talk about the old. Ceases a run. Y'all ignored Ceases a run. And I don't know if people ignored it or if her star hadn't risen to a point of standship for people to really be paying attention. But y'all know me. That's when and where I enter and exit SZA. Like, Ceases a run <laughs> is it for me. You put on country, I'm going to start crying. Time travel undone, I'm going to start crying. Crack. Cra- Advil. Crack, 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 crack. Advil. Pray. Go mm. to church if you're scared. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ceases Around will never like nothing she'll do to me will top Ceases Around. Well, remember how I was saying I think that she was trying to filter in her original sound with the music that she put out for Control because Control didn't sound like Z to me. It sounded no. more like her S and her Ceases Around stuff. But I will say I would like to hear more of this. Crack dreams, that type of stuff, because... I love you like I love crack, crack. Euphraxia, like, every song on here was a hit. Everything, and it wasn't sad girl music. It was it was sensual, it was lush. It felt like, you know, you was running around in flowers. This is the of broken mind. Like, yeah. what? It gave very... And every single song sounded different. It wasn't given all one song. It mm-hmm. wasn't given all one feel. I love Ceases of Run. Please go back into the archives. Ceases of Run was 2012, and then in 2013, she dropped S, and I still like Terror Dome, Castles, Aftermath. It's musical here, too. Hated all of it. Really? Um, you didn't like Ice Moon or none of the that? The only song I liked was Ice Moon. And only in Ice Moon, I liked it, but then when everything started sounding like that, because that's around the time she started making songs with Willow, and I was like, this song music is awful. Oh, wow. You know I what mean? I mean? I only like, I only like feeling sexy, so. Oh, God. That song, Nine, with Willow, is a bop to me. It just, I don't like the, whatever. <laughs> We're but but, but SZA got popping at S, and I wish she would have got popping at C. SZA Run. Yeah. And she also was singing different. She wasn't giving an accent. The accent was there for S and Z, and that was it. The, the accent left again by the time Control came out. No, that's a lie. Really? I don't hear it on Control. When people started dragging her, they were dragging her with lyrics from Control. It's not well. To be fair, it used to be worse. That's that. That's the thing. It was worse, but she was still doing it on control. All them songs, she was like skirt, skirt on the I still play that song like it's yeah. Go back and sing it like Brandy, please. <laughs> I'm tired of time travel. Rather stay here with my thoughts wish you stay. No, 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 no. Yeah, that was a hit. Uh, the light. I see Ow. that the light. I'm scared. And it would be wild to hear her do some of these songs live now because oh, she, she said, sings better. I just want to like what? Yeah. Go back and sing it like that, girl. You were going off. <laughs> and all of that accentuary that she was doing messed up her vocal cord a little bit. Mm. So a I do bit. think that it will be 
beneficial for her <laughs> to, you know, start back from the drawing board or something. Oh, um, but come back, doll. Or make songs that all sound like down for whatever. I'll be missing you and then you're not around me. I'll be missing you. No, she said, I'll be in a million pieces when you will frown me. Frown me. Better let me know. Better let me know. I think I created like a Snapchat montage of me just looking in the camera to that song. I'm trash. He love a new fresh out the shower Instagram video. If y'all need some thought content, y'all ain't got the coin for OnlyFans. Slide on down to the demand the moves. Well, to be fair, like I said, New Year, new experiences. I haven't been giving the people that type of content recently. Child, it was some two days ago. No. I just seen it because I was like, I'm not going to be annoying and be like, boy, the body is out. <laughs> but I was like, no, I'm not going to get on his nerves. <laughs> I don't remember that. Child. Next. Right. So we talk about her on every episode as well, but as we should, because Jazzy has been notoriously done wrong by the general public and the industry and i need reparations for her and reality show that album has all of the bops on it and y'all paid it nooch until let it burn came out which she was three or four singles in by then making me mad because they played it on urban ac <laughs> if it wasn't for 96.3 and the quiet storms and the wkys and all of that y'all wouldn't even mm-hmm. know that damn song and y'all only like it because it's got that after seven ass um interpolation or whatever yeah, the fuck the ready and people that. love the the little don't get on my damn nerves y'all should have liked You're brand me. new y'all should have liked my bitches telling me like hey ain't that shit nigga with yay ain't that shit nigga with jay hey. god damn i'm so embarrassed listen but i can't call him Cause I've been drinking, drinking. And I'm getting tired Cause this liquor got me thinking yeah, I'm calling your phone <laughs> This ain't fair She said This ain't fair Who was there Who's been loving you oh, Baby fuck you yeah, And then the new crew You're rolling, rolling with They don't know you like I do I, I swear when niggas start making, making money they start acting funny. It's no love when they go up. They get brand new. She said, "This is my, this is my baby's in the down that shit." Remember y'all used to post that? Okay. okay. Sorry. This one's for. Remember making. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for all the baby mamas in the down that shit. Remember y'all used to fake bathroom pics in the crib, and he said if he ever got rich, we out this bitch. Believe that shit, lies. Oh, we're living good, but I'm feeling oh he's probably messing with them girls. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why was it that a she single said, jazz? I remember I had a reason I think so. Hey, ah, that's no, that's Madden song. No, silver lining uplifted Madden spiritually. <laughs> he used to text Maddie me about silver lining in the middle of the workday for no reason. We get it. You like the song. <laughs> Our friends are crazy people. Even Stanley, I love that she performed that on on um Good Morning America. Why? What she said? You don't treat me, Stanley. Um, I love that it's not like a press didn't want to, baby. Why don't you appreciate uh. me? Or maybe take a bitch to dinner. Uh, uh. Sometimes, sometimes. That was a hit. And I love that it wasn't a typical like R&B kind of like, you know, Mm -hmm. slow jam. She was a little like jammy, but we said, well, R&B forever don't last. When I first heard that song and she started in the lowest register of all time. (laughs) She was singing from the crust of the earth. 
I was like, sing. That song came out at a bad breakup time for me. Also, I love If You Dare, which is another like up upbeat song that, you know, Jazzy don't really do. It gives world music. But, <laughs> but if we're talking That's about hard, 2010s, yeah. we also got to uplift the Love Me Back album. Let's talk about Excuse Me and Stuttering because those are the two best songs in this woman's discography. Oh, wait. Ten, ten, me. 10 seconds wants to have a word with you. That's fine. <laughs> we're unbothered over here. Mm-hmm. She said, you got me stuttering. This lady got music. Wow. I'm over it. Don't Make Me Wait was about to. That time, like, Dre always talk about me and him going to see Mary J. Blige at um at Madison Square or at not Madison Square, whatever little venue, Radio City, and he tripled down the steps when she did um uh Never Wanna Live Without You or whatever. Um, <laughs> Jasmine opened up for her. Oh mm-hmm. God, a concert. Mm-hmm. I still think back to when I seen her at Essence scatting on the stage with Shaka <laughs> Khan and them. The voices were ringing alarm. She definitely thinks she is Ella Fitzgerald, and I'm not mad. At all. And, like, also, she not? Right. <laughs> I would never tell Jasmine anything vocally. She's got it. Do all things. No. I might go downward spiral from here because Ro James just means a lot to me as an artist. <laughs> and... Not only do he owe us music, but the album that he came out with and the EPs that came out that follow and that were predecessors of everything. The music is there. Everything. I want to circle back. I want to circle back to Coke, Jack, and Cadillacs because let's chat. Um... (laughs) Not only did he give us three different EPs that I made into an album on my iTunes because I'm annoying. Uh, of course. He also got all of his friends to do interludes about how great he was. Yep. Before or after the album like started. Yeah. Something I would do. I love that. And actually <laughs> might make y'all do that for my birthday. But <laughs> Child, your 30th has passed. Don't don't ask me nothing till 35. Hello. <laughs> he got Bridget Kelly, Luke James. And Winter Gordon, and I think that they were in like a small collective called the the Jackets. I don't like that, so let's not dive into that. Okay, but so let's talk about the hits. It was something like that, but Devil's Kiss, Adidas. First of all, All Day I Dream About Sex is the song, and I don't understand why it didn't like launch him a little further than. It did because that was, I guess it was on his first EP ever. And then he put it on the actual album. And then he put it on the actual album. There was an old video for it and everything, but it didn't get no love, I feel. What's weird, not weird, but what I love about this song is the title is literally All Day I Dream About Sex, but he don't even talk about sex in the lyrics. Yeah, it's really a it's love It's like song. this beautiful love song, like, All ooh. day I dream about sex in you. This show make me think I can sing. <laughs> I mean, us. I also want to 
want to uplift, we on. Listen. Because we on is my. That's when he started to get into his up-tempo band. So, Coke was a little slower. And it had the, the hard-hitting ballad type songs like Pledge Allegiance and all of that. And then when we got to Jack, that's when it started to like spice it up. He had Indiana Jones and We Indiana On and Lisa. His, his. Ah, come on the cast, bro. <laughs> I would love to sit row down and talk to him about several things. He's such a good artist to me. And great live. Great live. I enjoyed the tour for El Dorado. So then you get down to the 2016 and permission hit the fucking stage. Ooh, baby. You were, we were talking about this earlier when we were preparing for the show. I find it very interesting that Urban AC, like adult contemporary radio was wearing permission out and kind of still does. Oh, the old heads will not stop playing permission. permission. hits plays to, to this day. The, like, to the day. Like, to this day. And even though he came out, we already knew that after that. Even Ooh, though he came and out you with, already knew that. Ah, <laughs> you know how to fuck around. You already knew that. So go ahead, girl, put the penny down. Never mind, let me do that. Ah, that's mine, let me do that. Ah, ah. I be doing the way I do that. Ah, I be doing the way I do that. Ah, you my only one, You make me feel some kind of way. I feel a young one in the day. I feel a young woman in this day. Sing. I'm sorry. He's no, like, top to bottom. The ride, permission, burn slow. Remember how we would used to go off the burn slow? <laughs> how you want to feel? How you want to roll? Do you want to reel? I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Reel on it. Uh, uh. And then you going to run I don't need no breakfast lessons. You on my face. Did we wake and we bake? I <laughs> love it. He talk them. like I want niggas ah. to talk. He talk like I talk. I like it. I, I need it. I want it in my life. <laughs> you was stuck. You was stuck. Because be crazy. Talk crazy to me. When you talk to me. Ooh. Talk, talk into you. When you talk like that. This is a Doja stand I be in my bag. I'm so glad that you like that album. Um, yeah, I could go on for Bad days. timing, new days. religion, holy water, last cigarette. Mind you, we still talking about just the album that he came out. So that's his debut. Several singles and EPs have come out by this nigga since then, and I haven't heard a bad song yet. Let's clock into those, shall we? So first off, he came out with the album El Dorado, and then we got Roller Coaster, which was the song that him and Cassie put out when she did her little EP. Hits. Hits Deluxe. Hits. Hits Deluxe. Shut up. And then he also came out with Excuse Me in 2018. The Smoke EP from 2018 with Outside the Box and Special and Devotion. I ain't really like lost my mind that much with the Notorious B.I.G. sample, but still. <laughs> huh. Like, I, I don't have nothing but glowing reviews to give Ro James when it comes to music. And, like, he just seemed like a cool-ass nigga, and I like cool-ass niggas. The end. People Period. don't be cool. Don't. It's sad. I also want to talk about Miguel. And we could talk about the, your favorite of him, because we didn't get no men on the list until Ro came through. And people ignore my favorite Miguel album. Which is weird. 
Because the album is so good. Like, why would y'all not love good music? Is that not weird to y'all? Like, I don't get what the okay. So first of all, I want I want to give him his life for Adorn. You have to because I think Adorn is one of those songs. Like, we don't have a lot of songs that will live forever. No, and that definitely is that for him for sure. Adorn is a song that will keep him on the um the 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 Tyler um not the Tyler Perry the Tyler Perry cruise. Not a fall from grace. What's what's the cruise? The Tom Joyner cruise. Oh, is that still a thing? Hello, are old people still black? (laughs) (laughs) Not no. Adorn will keep the people engaged and dancing and grooving and being in love and slow dragging with the nigga they want to see. Come on, Kaya. Okay. And what year did Adorn come out? That's like 2012. But for me, I I never really was into Miguel because I didn't like the way he was acting on Fatty Coo. Oh, God. You, you, sometimes I get that you are governed by loyalty, but shit, the music was good because that first album in 2010 sold me to the highest bidder. I was I, like, I like that All I Want Is You. I just wasn't that moved by it because Jermaine started talking and I was like, mm. I do like Sure Thing. But okay. This love is a Sure Thing. Sure Thing and Vixen ah. and Quickie kind of wore me out. Quickie wasn't set. The thing is, that's, that's what it is. That's where me and Miguel fall off. This wasn't Miguel even 2010. Was, but wait, yes it was. No, but oh. Quickie, so back when like LimeWire was a thing and we was like really stripping Feeling. music from the internet, Miguel randomly popped up with Sure Thing, Vixen, and Quickie. Like, I feel like I was still in high school. But we can still claim it as 2010 because it was on the All I Want Is You album. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what I'm saying is my issue with Miguel is Miguel was forcing sexy and forcing sex. I think he kind of still does that. He, And that's why I have an issue because you don't have to force it if that's really your give. And that's just, I don't know if that's really his give. Like, it just feels like he wants to be sexy, but it's not like a row. Like... Ro, Ro don't James, force it. He's don't sexy. For- I hate the word on that, sexy. On that video when he was like, what did he say? He he was like, he was like. You uh, put it at the beginning of a cast because it sounded like some shit I was saying. He said, what, what does he say? I have it. I'll pull it up. Oh my God. It's in my favorites. I was trying to let you get it out. <laughs> but I have the paperwork for you. Please pull it up. It's so, it's oh my God. Somewhere. And like the way Ro James just kind of just. It just oozes sexuality, and I think Miguel tries to force it when you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have it, you just don't have it. Like, just make nice love songs with, like, the people like it. Yeah. And what's crazy is when he did go full sex, that's when everybody was like, nope. But that was the one album I liked. Because <laughs> I, I only like one Miguel album. And that's and, the, it's not Kaleidoscope Dream. It's the one no, I like. No, it's Wild, Wild Heart. Heart. Yeah. I love Wild, like... Um, I love the Valley. I love Coffee. I, I love NWA, which was like a, a a hype single, and then he wound up putting it on an album. Um, I love um What's good, good fucking girl, girl? Yeah. with Jay Davy. I love Flesh. Like these are the songs, but it's crazy because <laughs> that's literally how it sounds. That's what makes it try to be sexy, but it's like if you are actually going to do that. I didn't know that that was going to be his like. Giviana, because Teach Me is the flesh of his first album, and it didn't seem forced. But he had that song, first of all, How Many Drinks? It's like the creepiest song of all time. Yeah, you don't like that. And what was the other song where he was like, something about when your pussy talk or something? The oh, pussy wait. is mine. No. 
That is disgusting. I love that song, though. The word pussy, eh, I could do without. I but hate that the word song pussy. Itself, and that song is not sexy. Like, the thing is, it's like Jill Scott, she said, you can't tell me what to do unless you can tell me what to do. And Miguel can't tell me to watch when I cross the street. Right. He can't even tell me to look both ways. But I like Miguel because I feel like I could tell him what to do. And that makes me... You can tell him what to do. Have you seen him? He is, like, ripe for, for, for subs. <laughs> he is ripe for a sub relationship. Well, so that's why... I would like to see it. I mean, I'm I would sure, like to be in it. I'm sure the DMs are open. Grabs fine. See? <laughs> so, I just feel like, don't force the sexy. But I do want to put him in this category because I love the Wild Heart album. Mm-hmm. Like, when I, you know, when I take my, my personal bias away, which I think I am really good about. You are. When I take my personal bias against somebody away and I just say, like, just look at the music. Look at the Wild material. Heart had amazing music. And even the album, his most recent album, War and Leisure, had really, really, really good songs on it, too. Skywalker was a hit, and I think people slept on that. I also really liked Pineapple Skies, and he has this song. I could do without uh, Jermaine Cole on Come Through and Chill. Come Through and Chill is another sleeper that came out, and then he slid it onto an album with a feature. But City of Angels, I just love the story that he tells. It's kind of about the world ending in the midst of him about to go visit like a girlfriend or something. I'm just like, oh, I really like that. I be over it when you be getting mushy. I think that he's a really good writer. And that is where I like start and finish. And then I think that his delivery on this, there's a specific give that he's trying to uphold in male R&B. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's necessary, even though the sex appeal doesn't have to be as pretentious as it is. Right. But what he stands for in... Because he's trying to be more more radical like a Prince, like a, a Jimmy Kravitz, like a... I mean, Jimmy Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz, like a Jimi Hendrix, like with the look and the rock and roll spirit of it all. Even Freddie Mercury, his influences kind of flush through his music, and I like that part. So that's why I've always been a Miguel fan. But it's time for some new music. Stop giving us these throwaway singles yeah. and run us the LP. Please. Now. Please. <laughs> I mean, I could talk about people who I'm missing from music and deserve to get shot because they haven't given it to us oh my God. all episode, but I mean, <laughs> the list is kind of never ending. Like, I don't even know. Never ending. Sing Rihanna. <laughs> A song. Wow. I mean, but if y'all have any artists that y'all have been looking forward to albums from and they've been paying you complete nooch, <laughs> please let us know and we will add them to the playlist because, you know, we always give y'all some music to listen to after the show over. Right. But, I mean, I can't think of nobody else right now. Please send, send in your folks that you want to hear from and we can all write um, some white lady letters. <laughs> Our favorite thing to do. And say, run us the music or else. And also share with us some of the artists whose albums that came out in the 2010s that you think went unheard, unseen. We want to shout them out, give them their life. Life needs to be given. I like giving life and that's why this podcast is called The Size. Literally, because we hype lives. Cause you see how fast we got out of the um the, the light up. Cause we just want to be don't want to be mad. We want to be positive people. Yeah. Wow. And on that note. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I gotta stop laughing at the end of every show. You be Shit. falling out. Like I really be falling the. It's a formula. Out. Wow.